Chapter 18 of From France to Scandinavia by Frank G. Carpenter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. Automobiling through Belgium. Step into my car and take a look at this little land as we spin over the roads. The highways are often stone paved. We can make 30 miles every hour and easily cover 200 a day. Belgium is not much longer than from Baltimore to New York and not much wider than the distance between Philadelphia and Baltimore. It has an area about one-fourth that of Pennsylvania. It is less than one-third the size of Indiana and only a little larger than Massachusetts with Delaware added there too. For the most part the land is flat although the Ardennes Mountains at the southeast rise in places to the height of the Blue Ridge of Virginia. Belgium, like Holland, is made up largely of the rich earth washings brought down by rivers and streams from the highlands, and it is cut up by canals. We crossed a canal every few miles. These necessitate bridges, which in most cases are of stone or concrete. There are more than a thousand miles of canals and five rivers that are used as commercial waterways. The Scheldt, which would not be considered a large stream in the United States, has on its banks three cities, Antwerp, Ghent, and Tournai. It has been a water highway for centuries, and boats were paying toll upon it as far back as 1000 A.D. The freight now carried by water runs annually into the hundreds of millions of tons, and in some years to more than one billion. There are five ship canals having a combined length 16 miles greater than that of our big ditch at Panama. The country is one vast truck garden cut into small fields now covered with the richest of crops. There are no fences and the grass, grain, and vegetables extend on and on with green trees lining the roads as far as our eyes can reach. The crops are even heavier than those we saw in France. The shocks in the wheat fields are so thick that they stand out like soldiers dressed in the yellow uniform of Belgium. In places they have been carried to the sides of the fields so as not to interfere with the plowing which often results here in two crops a year. See how well kept everything is? There are no weeds anywhere. There are no tools lying about and the grain is protected in shock and in stack. Those oat shocks on our right are each made up of eight sheaves with cap sheaves on top. The cap is so made that it looks almost like thatch and is tied on with straw ropes. The wheat shocks on our left are capped in the same way. The sheaves are small and the straw is long. Each sheaf is as big around as a three-gallon bucket, and when I lean one against my knees, it reaches as high as my waist. The grain is exceedingly heavy, for the production per acre of wheat, oats, barley, rye, and potatoes exceeds that of any other civilized country. The wheat yield is 37 bushels per acre, while our average is only 14. Before the war, Belgium imported about three-fourths of her wheat, but her production of other foodstuffs, including meat, was sufficient for the whole population, and she exported beet sugar, potatoes, draft horses, fruit, and vegetables. She now produces more than half a billion pounds of beet sugar a year. We see also flax, another great crop of Belgium, whose linen industry is famous the world over. The flax is cut with sickles, and the little stalks, not much bigger than knitting needles, 
are propped up against each other so that they look like so many yellow dunce caps after drying they are put up in double story sheaves all carefully capped like the wheat and oats and later carried in huge carts to the mills near the streams in which the flax must be rotted to get out the fiber besides manufacturing quantities of linen belgium exports more than ten million dollars worth of flax in one year as we go on we pass fields of potatoes which are growing three hundred bushels per acre patches of barley which yield fifty bushels and great quantities of green hops trained on tall poles this is a land of good beer which now costs about ten cents a pint it is greedily drunk for so far prohibition has not corked up the thirsty belgian throat our automobile has stopped at the side of the road to allow a caravan of teams dragging huge wagons of wheat to pass by each wagon holds from three to five tons but two horses pull it with ease over these smooth belgian blocks some teams haul two loaded wagons the tongue of the second tied to the rear of the first the wagons themselves weigh half a ton and some are so heavily loaded that an american team could not budge them on one of the rough country roads of the states the horses are enormous they look like elephants in horsehide and some of the best will weigh a ton each i have seen even bigger horses pulling drays in the cities and ports where they still compete with the motor trucks draft stallions to the value of millions of dollars a year are imported oxen also are used and even cows donkeys and some american mules there are but few tractors although they are gradually coming into those parts of the country where the soil is heavy and on farms of one hundred acres or more they are employed chiefly in deep ploughing one of the surprising features of our travel through belgium is the multitude of small farms out of less than seven and a half million acres of total area about five million acres are tilled much of the ground is worked with the hoe and the spade and no less than one-sixth of the people are classified as agricultural laborers out of every one hundred persons employed on the farms only sixteen are paid wages the others are proprietors or members of the farm families most of the farmers live in villages of one or two-story brick houses whence they go out to work their small patches of land as to the size of the holdings the average tract is only four acres whereas in other countries it is from thirty to one hundred acres as time goes on these farms will grow smaller and smaller unless there is a change in the inheritance laws i have discussed this subject with one of the leading real estate lawyers of brussels he tells me that a man must leave one-fourth of his property to his wife and that the rest must be divided equitably among his children he may will away as he pleases only a fixed portion the result is that farmlands are being continually redivided but this does not matter so much with a people accustomed to till every inch of their soil and make it produce as we go on in our automobile we are surprised at the scarcity of motor transportation in europe the united states has a car or truck of some kind for every two families france has only one for every forty and belgium has even fewer most of the cars here are of light weight and low horsepower for the upkeep far exceeds that of our cars at home in france gasoline sells for from sixty to seventy-five cents a gallon on our motor trips there 
we sometimes filled our car from square cans as long as a stick of stove wood each holding a little more than a gallon it took ten of these cans to fill our tank and the man or woman who sold them brought them out to the car and poured them in one by one sometimes we found gasoline pumps like those used in the states most of which were imported from america gasoline is called essence in france the name coming from the essence of petroleum which is just what it is many of the french cars are so small that if you put one in the tonneau of an american seven passenger machine it would rattle around in some of the smaller cars the body hangs down to within eight or ten inches of the roadway and the car runs on only two or three horsepower the most popular of the cheap machines has from five to ten horsepower and the largest and best seldom have more than thirty or forty the speed of the motor cars of france is beyond conception and the recklessness of drivers amazing there are plenty of traffic rules but no one observes them and the brass button traffic policeman with his white club seems not such a czar as he is with us unless he causes an accident no one is punished for fast driving even the person who is run over if he is so fortunate as to escape death is arrested for obstructing the traffic here the bicycle takes the place of our fliver and belgium has more than one for every two families the number is nine hundred thousand they are used by men women and children by the rich and the poor for work and for pleasure they are the chief picnic vehicle and the boys and girls riding tandem bring youth to my eyes they make me think of the popular song of our own bicycle craze it won't be a stylish marriage we can't afford a carriage but you'll look sweet upon the seat of a bicycle built for two End of chapter 18